The other day I got to thinking about when my oldest son was a baby, and even before that, when Christy was pregnant with Jack, about the things we would do to protect him, even when he was in Christy's belly. The mother takes a new approach to life. She may stop drinking Coke. She may start reading all of these uh, baby magazines. You become hypersensitive about what might be in the air that you could possibly inhale. You read to your baby, even though that the baby is still in the womb. You put headphones on the mother's belly and turn up the classical music because it's supposed to make them smarter. Most people go to great lengths to protect their unborn babies. And that's what we're going to see in our text today. We're going to see God go through some pretty dramatic lengths in order to protect his promise of a king. But the protection is going to look a little different than what other parents might do. Matthew tells us that Joseph and Mary were betrothed. Betrothal is a more serious than our current engagement period. These two were essentially married, but they hadn't started living together yet. And during this time, somehow, Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant. We don't know if anyone else knew about Mary's pregnancy. We know that her cousin Elizabeth knew, but that may have been all. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months, and perhaps when she came back, it was undeniable that Mary was pregnant. Regardless, Joseph knew without a doubt that the baby was not his baby because he hadn't been intimate with Mary. So what's a man to do? Can you imagine how this must have torn Joseph up? We are given a glimpse in the scriptures of the pain Joseph was wrestling with. It says this in Matthew chapter 1, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. We read this line and we immediately think Joseph was a man of high character. But there's actually a great deal of tension in this verse. It says that he was a just man. This means he was by the book, as they say. He hated sin and he hated sinful acts and he thought sinners needed to be punished. He had a high regard for the law and for religion. And there was no way Joseph was going to keep Mary as his wife. He wouldn't carry that stain, that unrighteousness on his record. She had dishonored him, disrespected him. She had broken the law. She can no longer be his wife. He was a just man and a righteous man, and he was going to do the right thing. But we also see a glimpse of the love that he had for Mary. He so easily could have ruined her reputation, her family's reputation. He had every right to bring this into the public arena and court in order to warn other men, you're fairly warned, men. If you take up with this Mary, do so at your own risk. But he doesn't want to do that. He wants to move on quickly, quietly. And instead of exposing her supposed adultery as the reason for the divorce, he'll just write her a certificate of divorce, which will bring no shame on Mary. And so as he's going through his options once again, perhaps even as he's putting pen to page to write her a certificate of divorce, an angel appears and convinces Joseph that something greater than himself, greater than his marriage, is taking place. God is using Mary to bring his Savior, the King of the Jews, into the world. God protects his promise from sin's stain and from a spouse's sabotage. That's what Matthew wants us to see. But why? Why does God protect his promise from all this sabotage? And why does it make us any difference? Well, notice what it says in chapter 1, verse 22. All of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. God made a promise, 
and God was faithful to the promise. As you pray today, please remember Dasuke Okada and his family, our missionaries in Japan. Also, remember the Jare Lifeword broadcast in Vietnam and Cambodia.